are here with Zabai. Uh, he is a worship rap artist from Stanford, and we're going to be talking a little bit about his music on our podcast today. I'm here with Tony and Joey, and my name's hello, Hannah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think we're just going to open up the uh, this section of the interview with um, what, how did you really get into making um making worship music and uh how has that directed the course of your life so far yeah that's a good question um well i remember um i remember i uh i'm not trying to go rabbit trail all right i remember i took i was telling him i took a road trip in uh 2013 my first road trip to california and i remember we stopped at a church in tennessee um, and the pastor asked us like a trivia question. He was like, when was the first time that, uh, the word worship is in the Bible? Right. So I'm like trying to think of something like, no, 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 no. And he said that, um, uh, during Abra- Abraham's story is the first time the word worship is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was when they were going up the mountain to go kill his son. And they were asking him what he was doing. And he was saying, I'm going up on the mountain to go worship God. Mm-hmm. When really he was going up the mountain to go kill his son. Mm-hmm. And so what he said to us was that word worship um, correlated with obedience. Um, and so worship was synonymous with obedience. And I remember just yeah. like pondering on that, pondering on that. Um, so as I, you know, was making music and wanting it to be insightful and First, it got to be dope because our God is dope, right? Like, it can't be corny because (laughs) God is not, like, have y'all seen a butterfly? Yes. Do you know how dope the, like, on the wings, the the definition? I'm like, that is a fire mind for God to be like, let me just throw this. (laughs) Go out and fly, like. So when I think of the mind of God, I'm like, yo, he's probably the illest rapper ever. <laughs> his production, his production is probably crazy. So for me, when I get in the studio, I'm like, it got to be top tier because God would be like, eh, that was all right. Yeah. You know? Um, so worship. So for me, it was um, like my lifestyle. My desire is to be obedient in everything I can do. And so I wanted to correlate that into my music. Um, but again, making sure that I'm, I'm putting my life on display, opposing telling people how to live. So I'm saying, here is how I'm choosing to live my life. Here is what I see God doing in my life. And here's what I'm encouraging you and inviting you into to see Mm -hmm. so that you can make your own decision. You know, the same way that the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm like, how do I implement that in my life so that people can taste and see God's goodness in my life so that they want to have it in their life? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's good. It's my life of my life of worship on and off the mic. On and off the mic. That's cool. How do you so when you first started creating music, were you introduced to the you know, the sphere of worship rap and did you meet any other artists or like how has that part of this journey been for you? Um that's a good question. I mean, a lot of what I saw in the beginning, again, my first rapper I ever saw was was uh, Lecrae, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And then it was like Trip Lee, and then it was like C-Light right when he transitioned to Andy Mineo, 
like oh, right when he transitioned. Whoa. Right. So though. like the uh <laughs> the I back. the I can play the background song. Remember yeah, that song? Yeah. Oh. Um it was early, early, early. And so uh, you know, I had a I had a good friend of mine, he put me on a like cross movement and you know, the truth, the ambassador, and they had a lot of like scripture in mm. their in their music and I was like, yo, the scripture is fire, right? I got a lot of meat from it. Um but I was like I gotta, I gotta do this my way. Like, I gotta be, I gotta be fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, you know, I'm getting into more artists, and I learned about, you know, like Bizzle and God Over Money. Yeah. Um, and then there was this artist named Seven. I don't know if you heard of Seven. I've heard of Seven. Seven. S E Seven. S E V I. Right. So it's rapper named Seven. He's from. He's from. I think he's from from Southern Cal. No, he's from Sacramento, California. And I heard one of his projects, and I was like, yo, this dude can rap, but he got, like, four songs he just be singing. So mm-hmm. I found his catalog. Man's had, like, 13 projects. They were, like, mixtapes. And I downloaded all of them, and I listened, and I was like... Legally, of course. Legally, of course, you know. <laughs> LimeWire was out of here by now. Um, and I was so impressed with the fact that he can rap like anyone anyone's business but his worship was so pure and what the power about it was like it wasn't it wasn't it's hard to explain it wasn't the fact that he could sing beautifully it was his heart Mm. and like listening to his heart made me be like yo i could do the same thing so i kid you not i did not have a singer's voice like i grew up growing like singing at my parents church and i remember like when i made my first album Excuse me, the same album uh, that Power Moves was on. Power Moves, right? okay, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, there was Purpose. There was like uh, two other songs. I was looking for singers mm-hmm. everywhere. Yo, can you sing this? Yo, can you sing this? And they're like, you can do it. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, you can do it. No, I can't. <laughs> so there were certain songs like Purpose I, I sang on, but I was uncomfortable. There were other songs I sang on, I was uncomfortable. And I was like, dang. So like moving forward, I'm like, yo, I just need to find more singers. And then this weird thing happened where like a voice came out of nowhere right mm. and people were like yo you sound good i'm like that's cat first of all <laughs> and i remember that's jesus i remember yeah. i did i did this show in philly i had a show in philly and my boy stack zion was with me and i was doing purpose and at mm. the end of purpose is like this like run on thing that i do when you're in the comfort of your own home your own studio you'll run and do whatever you want because you're gonna fix it later Yep. yep. Um, but normally when I perform it, I will let the track behind me sing it. And I remember when this when this came on, I was performing it. I remember he's this like big dude. He he don't look like Fifty Cent, but he's big dude. I remember he was in the front. He was like, "Yo, sing that! No, nah, don't let the tracks sing that." And I remember I was like, "I am gonna sing that." And you know what? I felt like the Lord honored my desire to worship regardless how my voice sounded Mm -hmm. and he developed my voice so to kind of bring it up to speed when i first started coming here like someone let the cat out the bag that i could rap and it was like oh we're trying to get you on right Uh so they were having a service and it was like uh we connected with two other churches and all i was supposed to do for this service is we were doing a lecrae song that was a mix of like crowder or something Mm -hmm. and they were like yo just do lecrae's part so i'm like bet so the day comes I realize the song is the fourth song of Setless. So I'm up there standing there with the mic. I'm like, yo, so what do I do for the other three songs? He was like, can you sing? 
I'm like, nah. <laughs> what are you going to sing today? <laughs> right? Oh, man. After that, they were like, yeah, we want you on a worship team. Aww. So they believed in my voice before I believed in my voice. And then I saw my voice. I'm like, oh, so y'all wasn't lying. Y'all wasn't just trying to make me feel uh, good. <laughs> y'all so, weren't guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Is there anything, like, in the, like, the rap or worship music sphere that you're seeing coming up that you're excited for? Like, Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. You know what? You know what makes things difficult a little bit is the fact that in Connecticut there's not a huge Christian hip hop space. Yeah. So I got I got a couple of brothers um, that do music. Stack Zion, I just said Quest Thorough, um, I Glow, um, bunch of bunch of bunch of guys that I know that are doing their thing and they're consistent, um, but. Uh, what we've been looking to grow is like a Christian hip hop community, mm-hmm. which has been a fight really for the last 10 years. Now, one thing that I can't say about all of these brothers is that we're locked in individually. Mm-hmm. Right. So like outside of music, we don't need music to vibe, which right. I love because it's like the music does not come first or second or third. Mm-hmm. Like it's us as brothers, like doing life. Um, and I, I, I gotta say, I love them because they have, called me out and called me up when it had nothing to do with music mm. you know and so wow. um accountability i'll say um i've been learning how to pay attention to the music space even though i'm not in it like you know because i know it's huge in atlanta florida california new uh, um new york um there's a lot of uh i think what i'm seeing for the first time i would say that's happening is there's a lot of um mingling with mm. artists working with other artists where it was normally artists just working within their record label. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I love what, you know, I love what Reach Records is doing. Um, they just came out with a new summer 22 playlist yesterday, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. and they've been dropping new playlists, I think since what, 2019, but the first one, it was just Reach Records. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, they started having other artists. And then now it's just like, they're just working with everyone. And I love that the Christian space is working with other artists and not just keeping it closed off to their camp per se. So, um, yeah, I love that happening. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and I think is I think it's dope for the culture of, of Christian hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really dope. Do you have a question? Yeah, so do you, has God laid on your heart any future albums coming up? Any any future like side maybe like things on your YouTube channel or? Yeah, so I'm um I'm huge on um, I'm huge on themes. So um I've had a, like a theme from like my very first mixtape to now. So my first mixtape. So now here's what's funny actually. Now I think about it. My first mixtape. Um, I'm trying to remember it. I think it is. Um, when I was when I was not saved was called uh, the nascents, N A S C N C E, and I think it was the equivalent of being like a new birth, like mm. a birthing, right? Wow. Now this is happening while I'm getting saved. So my first Christian mixtape was called New Birth, mm-hmm. right? And then it went from New Birth to the Awakening, and then it went from the Awakening to um, into the depths. And so it's been this like, it's been this journey, right? So like my first mixtape cover, I was like sleeping on a table. I was so corny. I was sleeping on, <laughs> I was sleeping on the table. I had headphones in 
and I photoshopped the headphones to be going into the Bible. So I was like listening to the word and like being born again. The second mixtape cover was uh, I was walking out my door and the headphones were on the Bible and I had a microphone in my hand like, all right, I've heard. Now I have to go be. And then Into the Depths was essentially the process of I viewed um, God's presence like the ocean. So I just learned how to swim a couple of years ago. But for me, I viewed God's presence like the ocean because the ocean is so wide and vast and strong and powerful. And it was like the Lord saying, I want you to enter into me and trust me in all of my godliness. Mm-hmm. Right? So what would you say to anybody who's like stuck on the shore? Mm. Mm. What Dang. I would say, that's a good question. What I would say to someone that's stuck on the shore is... Um, Trusting, trusting the character of God over your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's Jeremiah that says, above all things, the heart is deceitful. Mm. And um, what I've been learning about even like psychology is our brain does everything within its power to keep us from pain. Right. So that's why we're not able to surpass certain limits when things are painful or uncomfortable, because our brain is like, this is not good. Danger of board. Right. Yeah. So there can be a fear of entering into a a new level with God. Even even when you look at the people of Israel. Right. They saw lightning and thunder flashing on the mountain and they were like, Moses, you could go talk to him. (laughs) We're going to be down here. Yeah. Right. When yeah. God was like, I want all of y'all to be up here. Yeah. Right? And so, um, yeah, sometimes you, you can't trust your heart. You have to trust the character of God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. What, so this is, oh, I'm sorry, did you have a question? I was just going to say, um, just talking about your recent album that you just released, you know, what's your favorite song on that album? So the, <laughs> it's like asking him to pick a favorite right, child. Right, right. <laughs> I got twelve kids, all of them. <laughs> um, no, but but like the one that like you know that was like, hey, like maybe the pilot. Like which song like started it? Yeah, almost, like, what started the album? Yeah, where you were like, after you could finish that song, you were like, okay, now I have all of this that goes along with this that I want to. It was definitely. Yeah, that's a great question. It was definitely beneath my roots. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I remember I was uh, uh, I was on the road, my boy Stack Zion again, and I was thinking about what the second album was going to be, and we were looking at the trees, and all the trees were just barren. And uh, man, that's interesting. I'm like, you know, I never notice when the trees are like have leaves on them. Like it's almost like you wake up one day and it's like, oh wow, it's autumn. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, <laughs> the leaves are gone. Oh, wow, it's green again, right? It's just mm-hmm. like, but every day there's something, there's small changes happening and it's yeah. from their foundation. And mm. that's when like God hit me with it right then and there. Like what you're seeing is what happens in people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't even pay attention to what's happening within themselves. You know what I learned uh, the other day, which is kind of interesting and made me think about that the way that the way that trees even work with the earth. I heard that, um, you know, because like, uh, the ground, um, even like how like grass grows and all these things like that. I heard that leaves 
when leaves fall, not only are they falling, but that they're protecting and covering the earth yes. from the cold of the winter. I'm like, yeah. what? You know how powerful that is? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I never knew it's that. It's an insulated layer so that any of the foliage underneath that needs more protection can grow back the next season. Mm. Wow. So. That made me think about when the Lord is pruning us. We don't Pasta. even know. We don't even know what the implications of our pruning season is going to be for others around us. Mm. And we just look at ourselves like, "Lord, why me? Why me?" He's like, "Cause there's a thousand people behind you, boy. <laughs> like, if you don't realize I'm doing the work. Like, you're right. You got it. <laughs> you know, I'm losing hours so. left and right, bro. Like, what's going on here? So, yeah, I, I have kind of an off-topic question, but I think your perspective on this is really important. Uh, what is the biggest problem facing the church as a whole today? Today? Yeah. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> the church as a whole or the church in America? Um, mm. why don't, if you have thoughts about both, why don't you do both and just Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start with the I'm going to start with America. Okay. okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to say I think the problem you said the difficulty? The, the the biggest problem or difficulty or issue that you, is most obvious to you. I think the biggest problem in America, I'll start with today, is Christian nationalism, where there is a combination of God bless America and I love Jesus, and that they will always be like this, mm. not realizing that God judges every nation accordingly and mm-hmm. has no favorites. Yep. Yep. So I think that Christian nationalism has hindered God to move or yeah. speak freely because there have been nuances based upon what he's saying or God speaks a whole paragraph and they say, we're going to take the first half of it. Yeah. Hold on to the second half. Yeah. Um, and in the world, that's a great question because... There's, I'm preparing for a mission trip, mm-hmm. right? And an, an issue that I always have, this is going to be my fifth mission trip, an issue that I always have is every time I'm going to do missions, I'm praying stronger than I normally do. Um, um, I'm praying stronger than I normally am. Um, and every time I go, the Spirit of God moves like crazy. Like, miracles be happening, everything prophecy da 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 and i'm like yo that's crazy and i get back home and it's like it doesn't happen here yeah what's going on yeah you yeah. know and yeah so it would almost be safe to say that sometimes we can see god moving more when we're not home um so i say in the world i think that the lord is moving mightily um something that the lord said to me in 2020 where i was convicted i don't know if this answers your question but I remember I spent a lot of time in prayer and the Lord had to G check me one day and he said, don't you think for a second you are the only one intentionally crying out to me. Mm. And I had to get off this Island of thinking I was the fiercest, strongest praying warrior out there. And he was like, there are many, many that are crying out just as much as you are. And I need you to see yourself like that so you don't you don't think that when you speak, you're greater than any person that's praying to the same person right now. Mm. Um, Dang. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, I, I think that, you know, that Christian nationalism plays into a lot what you said about the world. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but like when we look at Christ moving in the world, we do see, we see a lot of miracles. We see a lot of healing. spiritual activity. We see healing. And then when we come to America, all of that stuff is like scoffed. And some of that is like, sh- it should be because it's not real, but that like, you know, Christian nationalism has these sunglasses on of like zero spirituality. So like we don't, we don't allow God to work or let him see the, the powers and principalities that we're fighting against. And I think that's because we've been like, you know, blinded by, by that American mentality of like physicality, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Like we almost make it seem like, uh, the metaphysical world or the spiritual world is completely different from the physical world. When right. Or that it doesn't exist at all. Or that it doesn't right. exist at all, yeah. That too, and it's, we seem a little little soft over here, so like people don't want to be offended mm-hmm. and, stuff, and stuff like that. So people people tend to be more reserved about their that, the fact that they're a Christian, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like, and I don't know if you experienced it too, and maybe you probably have being a hip-hop artist, right? well, a worship artist, right? Where it's like, in our world, in our country, spirituality and Christianity and religion is quote-unquote tabooed mm-hmm. almost. And, and seemingly out of like nowhere, like no one made that rule up one day that you can't talk about religion, but all of a sudden you can't talk about it at work or you can't talk about it, you know, in music, right? Like I think even Kanye West way back in the day before he became brother pastor Kanye West, <laughs> you know was like you know uh, I, I could talk about su- sex guns videotape but if I rap about God my records won't oh, get played. played you know right. it's like right. you know I think you you talked a little bit about this issue in your testimony too and I thought it was really interesting how like when you had that visual encounter with God and if you want to hear that you should listen to the episode before this yes. um when you had that very visu- visual physical encounter with God you went to church and told people and they were like are you sure are you sure about that and I think that is so disappointing that you went to the one place on earth that people should have been like "All right, bro let's sit down and pray like what what do you need you went to the one place that should have been a safe haven for that and people were like it's a bye (laughs) you sure eat the devil's lettuce ain't got you messed up Like, like that to me is like so infuriating you know yeah but so what do our viewers have to look forward to for your next for your next album um we'll preview to those who are going out of their way to do this episode (laughs) so i will say you know i'm working on a lot more content for my current album right now Mm -hmm. um funny enough i've so i've learned to um i've been okay so i don't want to get off topic but god has been teaching me how to navigate my space as a worship rap artist, but as an artist. Mm -hmm. And so I don't put limitations on where God can or can't take me or who he can and cannot have me rub shoulders with. Mm -hmm. So I I make sure that my heart is in a right space so that I can be around anyone. They might feel uncomfortable, but I'm never uncomfortable to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. So um, I listen to a lot of things. So I was listening to, 
Tyler, the creator, the other day. Okay, yeah. And uh, he was uh, he was on some interview. I don't know if it was a Converse or Vans, and he was talking about his project. And he said uh, he said sometimes we can release our project on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and give the value up to the response that people give you. Mm. And wow. he was like, he talked about his project. He said when he put his project out, he uh, promoted it for months. He was like, I still promote it every day because I put in work, my heart and my soul into this project and it's not worth posting it once. Yeah. Um, wow. So I heard that last week and I was like, you're not a minister, Tyler, but you ministering to me. You ministering to me. So, one day, one day. Um, yeah, I put my I put my heart and soul and a lot of a lot of prayer into this album. Um, so I'm still pushing it, but I have like seven, ten albums in the back of my mind that I'm consistently working on. Oh, so uh, there will yeah. always be content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And w- awesome. that means we'll be back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Our God is Definitely. an endless fountain. I, I, yeah, man. he is. I'm just curious about this this album though. You labeled it beneath the roots r-u-u-t-s uh-huh. why if it's a based on like if your inspiration was like trees and like how like you know with trees dying if something's happening beneath the roots why did you spell it r-u-u-t-s yeah. just curious so it's it started with this understanding of like you know like i said it um in my performance a little while ago like uh this dichotomy of a tree having a root system and those roots looking like veins and how humans, you know, when we take off the flesh, we can look like walking trees. Mm. Right. Yeah. And it made me think about, you know, when uh, Jesus healed the blind man and he healed him the first time and he said, what do you see? And he said, I see men as trees. And it made me think about Jesus being the tree of life. Right. And if he's a tree of life and if I'm a tree, well, if I was a tree, trees have foundations. And Jesus talked about him being the foundation. So all of these things. So then I began to see myself as this tree. Um, and so as I'm viewing myself as this tree, God started speaking to me about everything about myself. Right. So to give you an idea, my last name is Rumble. Um, I have a Jamaican background, but um, my dad doesn't know his family a lot. Mm. So I've done a lot of like. I haven't done enough. I need to go back and do some more. But the last, when I did like Ancestry.com or whatever, the earliest I could find Rumble, it went back to Rumbel, R-U-M-B-E-L, which was in 1810 by an English family. So in my head, I'm like, okay, it's clearly not where my where my bloodline starts. So how do I figure this out, right? And I'm figuring out this space. And it was basically this understanding of like, when I come to the Lord about issues, I need to come as the whole of who I am, not just Christianese things to discuss. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I, I had to learn how to like one day the Lord said to me, like, yo, I made you black for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I wasn't just like poof, kids, Asia, um, America, Europe, Africa. He was intentional with every single person up to the timeline. I even I even spent time and I say like, Lord, why did you why did you say 1992 you're going to be born? You know, like right. there was thought behind yeah. that. Yeah. And so with that, even when I read scripture, you look at Moses and most of his issues were because 
he was Jewish yep. having to deal with Egyptians. Yep. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, and right. who would who would yeah. us who would us who would we be for Moses to be like, Lord, I'm having a hard time with these Egyptians and someone would be like, Yo, it's not about race. <laughs> like <laughs> Yes it is. Right now I am an e I am oh I am an Egyptian God. Jew having to deal with my Jewish brothers that don't want anything to do with me and the, the Egyptians over here that know my background. You know, so like scumbag. Right, yeah. right. You know? Yeah, right. So I I covered a lot of those things and Hold On was actually the last song I recorded yeah. where I wrote for the album. Really? Really? And, wow. Uh, it was the Lord was like, We're gonna talk about this. And I was like <laughs> All right, so that's when wow. I was like, you know what? Instead of oh oh, I'm gonna put you you because it it feels African, you know. And I'm uh, that's where I got the idea. So I was like, it's gonna be beneath beneath the roots. Beneath the roots. Beneath. <laughs> cool. So that's for the pronunciation. I would never guess that. <laughs> also, yeah. I, I was thinking of it cool, like you you like. Mm -hmm. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I think this has been a really awesome episode. Thank you so much for letting us uh, pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. I look forward to being able to do this again sometime. Yeah. Um, before we close out, uh, I want to do the HBO Help Bacon Out special. That's right. Follow us on Instagram. We Our podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. All of um, it. Yeah, that's Bacon of Life Podcasts on Instagram. So. Thanks so much, guys. Zabai, would you pray us out? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, Lord, I thank you for um, this beautiful day that you've created, Lord. I thank you for um, you giving us the ability to experience your presence, uh, to experience our world, Lord, and, and, and figure out how to navigate um, the spaces of influence you've given us um, while walking with you um, side by side, hand in hand, Lord. Um, would you uh, just be with us as we go throughout our day today? Lord, would you minister to us? And if there was little tidbits, Lord, would you speak to us about it, Lord? And would you uh, speak to the viewers um, and the listeners here, Lord, um, and that you would uh, pinch their heart on anything that you are looking to grow them in, sharpen them in, or maybe it's confirmation of something you've already been speaking to them about, Lord. Um, we ask that you move and we give you the freedom to do as you please. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Yeah, guys, give us a bye, a round of applause, man. We're so glad to have you on the show. Thank you, guys. Take care. You're not peace. dismissed. You are sent and peace. We out.